Hi there. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your journey today. I am your host, K-Town, and you're listening to Mysterious Radio. Is there a secretive group with far-reaching plans to influence societies around the world? How can this group, the Order of the Nine Angles, be traced from the British neo-Nazi movement to a series of transnational cells with a global reach? How did the ideology of the Order of the Nine Angles influence the commission of brutal crimes in the United States, Canada, and elsewhere? My special guest is William Ramsey, and he's here to answer those questions in his new book called The Global Death Cult, The Order of the Nine Angles, Adam Waffen, and the Slaughter of Innocents. And this book is available for you to pick up right now on Amazon. And here's my special guest, William Ramsey. Of the state bar of California. I think that I was pretty much pretty naive in my education. I just kind of regurgitated what they told me. So I didn't know a lot about some of these other secret societies or occult matters. Uh, and then 9-11 happened and that really kind of piqued my interest in kind of what's under the surface of things and things that I didn't know about. And so I really just started researching on my own. And that led me to my first book, Prophet of Evil, which I published in 2010, which was about Aleister Crowley and 9-11 and the numerology, the meaning behind the numerology. And then I published Abomination about uh, the occultism of the West Memphis Three murders, also Children of the Beast, which is about Crowley's influence on the 20th century, which is, I think, is much more pronounced than people know. And then this most recent, recent book I published in May, Global Death Cult, which is really kind of a secret uh, cult group that is called the Order of Nine Angles that really just grew up in the 1980s and uh, kind of surfaced very recently. So I, I was curious about it and read a lot about it and uh, led to this book. Awesome. Yeah. Um, the book, man, is 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 just crazy. I mean, I can tell you, you spent a ton of time, you know, researching the book to gather all this material for it. So can you tell us a little bit how you actually went about that? Well, it was interesting. Like the first, I kind of had some sensibility of the group, but really somebody reached out to me. His name was Igor Sarsky. We did an interview in August of 2020. And that's really kind of when my intense research started. So then I started looking and just being aware of what's happening in the news. And all of these cases that were associated with the Order of Nine Angles started popping up. There was one, William von Nudigem, who killed an old elderly Islamic man in Toronto. There was another Ethan Melzer who was trying to set up his own army unit for a terrorist attack by communicating with somebody from the Order of Nine Angles. At least that's what it says in the complaint. And so then that was like, oh, wow. So this group isn't just somebody writing something, but it's actually having real world effects. So that made me want to research dip deeper. And it led me to, and these are, uh, it led me to kind of a modern neo Nazi group called Adam Waffen, which really was only formulated in 2015, and how this ideology, which came out of the UK kind of Nazi far-right movement, 
crossed the Atlantic and is now in the United States and how these people are reading this this ideology and in my opinion in some ways acting upon it and so I ask a lot of questions about this group and there there has been like this the government has been talking about white supremacy and infiltration but this is like not rhetorical this is actual Nazi Nazi influence white supremacists like these are what these are so and but influenced by the occult so this is happening uh, at least today and I think I, I talk about stories that are happening now and and some of the people like Meltzer and Bonuda Jim who I mentioned they haven't even gone to court yet so this is fairly recent event and these their stories are still kind of unraveling their sentences there was another guy who just got sentenced in May to 42 months and there are people in jail and and uh, so I think it's important. One of the reasons why I wrote the book is not just to my own curiosity, but also for people to understand that there's some really dark stuff on the Internet. And you do not want to run into these people who have this nihilistic, post-apocalyptic, hyper kind of racist worldview because they're very dangerous. And I think that that's reflected in the stories in the book of people who were innocent who ended up losing their lives because of – these people who've come across a very pernicious ideology. Now, um, so what? What's the latest? No, before we get in there, I want to talk about like the the latest um, thing, you know, like the latest attack or whatever that they thought to be responsible for in the news. But before I do that, like you got screenshots and all kinds of stuff, like pictures and just all kinds of stuff of these guys. I mean, how the how the hell do you find all that? How would you do that? Well, so, you know, I have some researchers, but I also just kind of followed the the trail, you know, the kind of trail on the Internet and found out about somebody else. And then some of these guys have a website and this person knows this person. And so it really kind of that's really how I got this name of the book is that a lot of these ideas now with the advent of the Internet, people are using the Internet for good, talking about things you and me are in different places. But these guys are using it for bad and talking about very you know, evil, uh, secretive stuff. And so I really just, I didn't know that this even existed. So that's kind of also piqued my curiosity. But once I realized it, I was like, wow, it's incredible to think that there's this secret group that's communicating possibly through encrypted means. I mean, they have PGP numbers on some of their literature and clearly they're in on the dark web. They're skilled in using the dark web, some of them. And I was uh, going to ask you that. Yeah. 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 I was wondering was if, if most of their communication is happening on the dark web or, or what. I think a significant part, like I don't have just a guy with an internet connection and, and who's reasonably intelligent. I don't have the resources of the government, but there was something called the counterterrorism CTCN, I think, that wrote about the Order of Nine Angles is a, a dangerous organization. So it's kind of has, within the last year, become on the radar of kind of government agencies. But uh, how much they're doing it, like they just had one guy go to jail who was involved in a swatting operation that were operating out of the dark web. And they were very – and the, the criminal complaint stated that it was one of the most audacious online uh, swatting things they had ever seen. Like they did it 145 times or something like that. So they're really um, very aggressive. And so this group uh, – yeah, pretty dangerous, dangerous characters who who seem to have some kind of skill with these kind of new technologies and new means of communication. Unreal. Um, okay, so um, let's let's start off by telling my listeners what are they? What is what is thought to be their ultimate goal? Are they want to bring about Lucifer and and the Antichrist? What were they want to do? 
Well, that's a good question. I, in their writings, so they have online, you can read their writings. They do not, there's some that are in book form, but a lot of their stuff grew out of manuscripts pre-internet where they took these manuscripts and then melded them together into books. So you can kind of read what they say. But the founders of this group believe that they are, and it's kind of Nazistic. They think they're headed for the stars. They call themselves Homo Galacticus, right? And everybody else who isn't that is either kind of homo hubriati, they think they're arrogant, or they're mundanes. And so they have a different attitude towards them. And their ultimate goal, they have a long-term goal, is that these new men will rise up and disperse themselves through the galaxy. So that's why they're called homo galacticus in their own ideas, whether that's possible or not. But, I mean, those are their kind of long-term views. But I think that they believe in evolution and they believe that they are mechanics or people who can use evolution to create this new kind of race. And it's that's very common with similar to the kind of Nazi view is that they're becoming godmen and all these other people are kind of in their way from that ultimate goal. So I think that and you can kind of see this group as almost like re re-terming or re-using new words for these old, these kind of older Nazi concepts. And uh, so I do think they have a long-term goal. But what's interesting is that it's not just that outlook that they've taken and put in kind of druidic ideas, ideas of being in the outside in the forests and among the stars. But they also have this idea of they're going to presence these dark gods, these 21 dark gods that come from the Sumerian tradition and presence them in the earth. And the order of nine angles, it gets its name from what they say is the seven planets and then the two stargates, the human gate, and then this uh, gate where the dark gods are. And they're trying to bring that energy of the dark gods, which are somewhat similar to the Lovecraft version of dark gods into the world. So they they see themselves as kind of a nasty, very nastiest form of Satanism. They are indeed practicing some type of magic in yes. conjunction with all the violence that they're right. Uh, so what? Has, so the founder, who people believe, and I, this guy David Might was a occultist and a national socialist in the UK. Obviously, very smart, and he seemed to be involved in national socialism while he was involved in occultism. And he fused, in my opinion, fused these two Western magical tradition and Nazism together into the Order of Nine Angles. Wow. Okay. So let's talk about the um, the latest known um, incident of, of violence that, that they are thought to be responsible for. Do you know? Well, I think it's the church burning in Russia. So I think that there's some kind of connection between this ideology. I was actually thinking today, like the Order of Nine Angles theology or, or ideology is almost like something from a horror movie where there's like a possessed book and somebody opens it and becomes evil. And I think that that's what the danger of this group is, is that naive people will read their literature and put it into practice. So there was like a group of guys in Russia who were burning churches. Um, there was one where... When when, uh, when did this happen, William? Had to have been within either 2021 or 2020. So it's fairly okay. recent. And most of the cases that I talk about are fairly recent, like Nuvon Nudigem was 2020, Meltzer was 2020, and a lot of the cases got stalled because of COVID. So there were there were the legal system kind of slowed down, but Meltzer was put in the MCC. People might know it because that's where uh, Jeffrey Epstein was and Ghislaine Maxwell is now. So he could be like floor mates with Ghislaine Maxwell, this guy Meltzer, um, who who was he had 
one of the ONA books on his desk, and there's a picture of it in my book, and that's the sinister tradition. Uh, they repeat the term sinister all the time through their stuff, but they view themselves as part of the sinister tradition. So this guy Meltzer's there. Um, I think it was 2019 when Sam Woodward, who's a member of Adam Waffen, allegedly, I have to kind of say allegedly, but he allegedly he hasn't been convicted yet of killing this 20-year-old kid named Blaze Bernstein in Orange County. So that case has not gone to trial yet, but he's allegedly killed this guy, stabbed him 20 times, and uh, really a dangerous kind of character. But these cases, like a lot of them, they all happen at night. And that's what this group advises. Almost all of their ideas and stuff are about things that happen at nighttime. So, uh, but that's one of the cases. Let's see what else is Meltzer. There's indications of um, another case where a guy's in the UK who uh, writes about the ONA doctrines, who's been like monitored by the police. So there, there's uh, there's cases happening. There's a lot of what's happening is. So the ONA is really kind of the occultism, but it's it seeds itself through these other groups. And I think that there's definitely a connection between this other far right group in the U.S., Adam Waffen, and the doctrines of the ONA. And that Adam Waffen division is like there's other divisions, Sonnenkrieg division and Fuhrerkrieg division of these fascist kind of groups. And Sonnenkrieg, I think in May, got banned in – Australia. So if you're a member of that group, you can go to jail for 10 years just by membership in this dangerous group. So these people are on the radar. And I kind of there's a section of my book where it says you got to start asking the right questions. And I think that the the authorities need to ask the right questions of how many of these people who are in these far right groups or groups are occultists or members of the LNA. Who's who, but who's pursuing them? Is, is it is it the FBI, CIA? Who's well, Who's after in our country, it would be the Department of Homeland Security. I think it's the DHS primarily is looking into the ONA. And I think Congress has actually brought up. There's one congressperson, I can't remember her name offhand, who is talking, like saying, hey, this is a dangerous group. But, uh, you know, I have one section in my whole book where they talk about the ideas and their ideas. I mean, if you adhere to their ideology, they believe they're above the law. And they believe in this idea of culling, which is a husbandry term for like killing animals. But they believe that, at least in their documents, that uh, they believe in human kind of human killing or human sacrifice in their form, which is not your kind of standard human sacrifice. But they think that you should, in, in a lot of ways, their word, their documents say you should go out and secretly kill people. Really? Without being caught, I assume. Without you know, being they, caught, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's another question is like what's been happening? I wrote this book this year, 2021. What's been happening for the last 20 years, 25 years that are under the radar? What are other ONA members doing? How many are there? There may be only one to 2,000, but if they're really nasty people, I think their impact is is uh, you know potentially much worse than – than people imagine, or the authorities really imagine. Okay, more more members in you. I mean, where do they think most of the members reside? In the United States, outside of us, where? It's a good question. So I think that they really started out of the UK, and then there's some in the US, and I've traced at least some of their groups. Now they we they call their groupings Nexians. So it's it's a term specific to the Order of Nine Angles, and I would call them almost like a terrorist cell. 
not exactly, but it functions as like their own unit. They think of them as a sinister tribe. And in my book, I have one chapter about all the ones that I could find that are these Nexians. There was one called the Temple of Blood that was in, I think, South Carolina. There's some in New York. So there's these little independent cells that operate independently, certainly in the UK, the US, and I found some in Belgium, France, uh, Sweden. Um, there was one in the Philippines that popped up. So there's little time. I mean, I'm not a member of the group. I just am outside looking in, but clearly you can look through the Wayback machine and some of these groups are clearly, you know, are, are popping up in certain Texas. There was one in, I think, Oklahoma. So there's little groupings of people who are influenced by this ONA ideology. That's interesting there. Okay, so these terror cells, um, are they thought to be lying in wait to take orders, William, or, or are they pretty much acting independently? It's a good question because I don't know the totality of what these guys are communicating with each other. Like they could be – there's clearly encryption keys in some of their uh, communications and public communications. So maybe people are using PGB, pretty good protection or pretty good privacy. They may be using it. I don't know if they're connecting or how – the order really um, communicates with each other, but somehow these doctrines are clearly being present because you can tell in some of these, like for example, this guy Von Nudigem who killed an, a man and may have killed another guy a week earlier. They haven't proved it yet. I don't even know what's happening in that case because they haven't gone to trial, but he was on his Facebook page. He liked this cell that was in New York city and they have weird names that are, particular to the order of nine angles like and as and as again these gods these dark gods names so this was one group they would call the nexian i'm not saying they're terrorist cells i don't have evidence of any wrongdoing outside of what's in my book uh, most of the evidence or all the evidence is in the book but if you look at these these guys ideology they think of themselves as a sinister tribe so they're independent of other things they're their own kind of unit and they believe they're above the law. Man. Um, so are they openly recruiting? Did you find any like websites maybe on Reddit or any of these others? That I don't know, where I they... don't know how, it, how the recruitment okay. process works. But it, clearly if somebody's curious, they can probably reach out and that process begins. Um, well, how rigid they are to the original teachings they are today, I don't know. But. Originally, you had to go through the septenary way. It was a seven-part kind of grade system, and that's what the people would have to go through these kind of ordeals to move up into the hierarchies of the ONA. So I don't know if that's still happening. I really don't know. I'm not an insider. I only can see what kind of surfaces or law-breaking that takes place. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of strange elements that are unique to kind of this group. I couldn't find anything similar to this in kind of Crowley's teachings or the temp church of Satan or the temple of Satan. That in itself is fascinating. Like how in the hell are they actually finding these guys and, and, um, giving them the information that they need to know, because it seems like, you know, if, if you have anything concerning like, uh, an extremist type website or anything like that, uh, people are really keen to report that type of stuff, but maybe they're, it's true. you know, getting it under, I, the, I don't know how they're doing it, but that, yeah, they've moved under the radar. It's actually interesting because 
the anti-fascist groups keep tabs on the far right and the far right keeps tabs on the anti-fascist. So there's a lot of anti-fascist guys who've studied some of this stuff, this order of nine angle stuff. So there is like some sites, there were a place on, um, it was called Kiwi Farms, which was a message board that talked about some of these people. And um, so you can kind of get trace some of that information there. But the real mechanics of how they're recruiting are not known to me. But some there was another uh, author who looked into them 10 years ago. And then 10 years ago, they had t- he said they had 1,000 to 2,000 members. Wow. So I don't know what it is today in 2021. But uh, yeah, I don't, there's a lot – I mean, I've tried to put a lot in this book just to give people an idea of what's going on, but there's a lot I don't know. And but I do think it's a dangerous group, and I'm surprised that the government has let them kind of metastasize to this point. I think they're very, very, they're da- and I call it, I titled it the slaughter of the innocents because for all of their kind of hubris and and distaste for other people, all these other people like the parent Giampa shot his girlfriend's parents. He was a uh, trying to become a member of Adam Waffen. And they were innocent. They were saying, hey, to their their daughter, hey, your boyfriend's dangerous. He turned out he really was dangerous. And then this other kid, Blaze Bernstein, who allegedly was murdered by this Woodward guy, he didn't know what was coming. He didn't know, maybe he didn't even know he was talking to somebody from Adam Waffen. So there's a lot of uh, stuff that happened. The parents, there were two guys in Adam Waffen who got shot and killed in close range by an AK-47. And their parents didn't seem to know the totality of what they were involved in. So I think it's important for people to have an understanding that these kind of new ideas that came out of an ideology that was formulated in 1980s are, are now kind of around around the world. Um. Now, okay, so I want to know if they are infiltrating any part of the United States military? Well, that's a good question. So what the, one of the original ideas that are in the ONA literature is to go through what they call an insight role. And that's one of the parts of the septenary steps. And what they mean by an insight role is do something to gain experience. And so you're supposed, like, for example, the, one of the alleged founders, Myatt, joined a monastery for 18 months. And so that's why in a lot of the literature, you can see these kind of Gregorian chant-like songs. And it, it seems to me a very clear influence from his experience in a Catholic monastery. So, And then he also joined a far-right Muslim group to gain experience from that. So a very like uh, pro-terrorist Muslim group. So these other, these other groups, I don't know the totality, but it seems to me some of these people are trying to join the military to gain military experience and some of them may have been influenced by the ona depending upon what they read but there was a like a battle within uh, adam often it seems between the occultists and then just the far-right fascists so uh, i do think like for example the founder of the adam often after he founded adam often he joined the national nat- uh, national guard and then his kind of sidekick this guy named devin anders joined a very far-right uh, Muslim group, which is very strange for this kind of white kid from outside of Orlando, I think is where he was from, to kind of be that young, like 18 or 19, to join that group. So what I was thinking is that these guys are actually engaging in what the ONA called inside roles. And I think that's a possibility. But I don't think anybody really asked that question uh, when these guys – and they, um, they went to jail. The guy, uh, his name was Russell. He went to jail for five years. And I think Devin Andrews is 
either still being tried. I'm not sure if he's really gone to trial for the for the murder. So he allegedly murdered these two fellow travelers, uh, Himmelman and Onischuk were their names. So um, how much of these guys, it, it's actually when you look at some of these people from Adamov, and it seems like, in my opinion, they're trying to get training. They're trying to be in the military. And so uh, it's it's pretty unnerving to have people. It depends how deep into this ideology of, of Adamoff and or the ONA they are. But I, these are not the people you would want to get military training from the government and live, you know, live in the United States. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Um, they're serious. You can tell they, they are just crazy. Um, they, they say like, there's an interview, this guy who was a former kind of, uh, he was a literal Nazi, Nazi and he's done Ted talks and his name is Picciolini. And he's kind of, he got older and married and had children. He's like, what am I doing in this? So he's kind of like, uh, a guy who helps people get out of the far right, and he okay, was, he so, was so he was in it. He was he was in it, and he now wasn't he's... in. He wasn't in Adam Waffen, but he was in the American National Socialist Movement, and he got out of that. But he was inter. He was talking to a guy from Adam Waffen, and the guy from Adam Waffen said directly to him, "Yeah, it's a death cult." So, like, he's telling him that's what Adam Waffen is, and it's a very yeah. small group of people, probably eighty to one hundred and fifty. But if you're lethal. You know, it's not like they're out uh, basket weaving or painting pictures or engaging in ceramics or something like that. Like these are people who talk about violence and guns and things like that, like very dangerous characters. What, what about suicide bombings? Are they are they doing those? Uh, well, that's too, a or? good question. Like I don't you don't know the totality. There was a guy. So this guy, Mayant, who I mentioned earlier, who either was the, the guy who created the ONA or was involved in it, his he had somebody he was connected to in what they called the National Socialist Movement in UK who carried out these nail bombings. And his name was David Copeland. And there's an, uh, a really good documentary on Netflix right now about the London nail bomber. And what he did is he went to three parts of London with immigrants. One was like um, Bengalese or something. And he did these nail bombs and hurt a lot of people. People, Two people were killed, but like 400 were lost legs or limbs. So he really caused some very serious damage. And he went to jail, I think, for for like six life terms. But uh, he was one of these dangerous people who really want – he said he wanted to be famous too. So um, these are kind of scary people who are doing this. And it, that kind of uh, lone wolf terrorism, at least in the, in the American Nazi movement, they're all influenced by this book called Siege. You'll see this around if you have the misfortune of really studying these guys. Who, like who, I wrote, have. who wrote that book? His name is James Mason. But in, And I do a full chapter about James Mason in my because these Adam Waffen members are, are friends with this guy, and they like it. But James Mason was an insightful study for me because he advocated or was friend, literally was friends with some of these lone wolf Nazi killers. Uh, one of the guys' name was James Vaughn, who also went by jo Paul Joseph Franklin, and he shot Vernon Jordan. If you remember Vernon Jordan, he was an African-American guy who was good friends with Bill Clinton. And it was kind of like a, a wake-up. Like I was, I was shocked to see in this book this um, adoration of these Nazi killers. One was, another one was called Spizak. And then another one was called Ted Cowan, and he he relates these guys like that they're heroes, and 
these are people that he knew in the American Nazi movement. And this guy, James Vaughn, like traveled around and shot people. And what does he say? He says, what a man or something like that. And uh, so there's a very dangerous ideas out there. But this siege book, you'll see uh, Pops is, you know, uh, is around. Yeah, it's, it's bad news. Um, okay, so <laughs> you say so much, man, I can go off on all kinds of tangents on this. Um, how, how do they target the people that they commit the violence against? Do you know that? Well, I mean, I think that Paul Joseph Franklin was definitely he. I mean, it's weird. He was really against race mixing. So he would go around and shoot uh, interracial couples. And this is a direct quote from Mason. He says, quote, the best of all is the fact that Franklin supposedly has been mi killing mixed couples. The rotten rights right along with the blacks. Bravo. So that's what he, he writes about. But yeah, so they have. I mean, I think that there. if you look at that, there's a very strong anti-Christian theme, too, in at least in Mason and kind of uh, another one of his fellow travelers, a guy by the name of William Pierce. He wrote the Turner Diaries. But they're really pagans, racialist pagans, I think was, would be the best way to term them. And uh, yeah, I think that they're, they're against race mixing and, uh, you're, you know, your standard white supremacy, you know, Jews and blacks. So that's kind of the way they, uh, that's their outlook. So let me ask you this is the point of committing the violence, you know, people that practice magic and things like that, obviously I'm just making an assumption here, William, are they communicating with some type of entity or dark angels or something? And the point of committing the violence is they know that this will, um, you know, bring up fear and so they're trying to actually fill the planet with some type of dark energy or something. I think the ONA and specifically that would be their that would be their goal is to presence these dark gods, these dark forces. So I think for for certain and that the blood is kind of a uh, an important aspect of what they're at least what they are doing. And uh, but it's interesting. Like there was this one like there is a. I think most of the guys involved in the ONA and Adam Waffen are white, but there's a couple of Asian women who pop up in my story. And uh, it's odd to see kind of like the national socialism is something attractive to them. So, uh, but yeah, I think that, I think that this kind of, you know, they have a very view of like presencing these dark forces. I think that that's definitely part of, of the ONA for sure. Wow. Okay. So let's talk about women. That's a good thing to to bring up here i didn't think about that but you know when you hear about these extremists you always think there's all always men but do you know if they are you know got a pretty big following from women i, I do i think that they're sympathetic for a lot not adam often but the ona definitely has a place for women like the outer head right now is supposedly a woman and uh that that's communicating with all these people so they have this kind of tradition of baphomet in their kind of writing so i in the mistress of the earth so i do think that there are um there's definitely much more women involved in this than i would have thought myself but uh it's pretty uh, remarkable that the ona as far as a cult groups typically you know they used to have kind of women would be in wicca or something like that but the ona seems very uh, sympathetic or allow allows women to kind of be a part of it. So yeah, there's definitely women in some of these Nexians or groups and you can see them in my book. There's different, like there's a Nexian in Italy that has women and 
some in the U.S. So are they uh, are they participating in the violence as well or no? Well, I don't have any proof of that. I mean, I don't know what's going on. Nobody's been openly arrested for violence. Not not to my knowledge. Not to my knowledge. But they do, you know, these guys all seem to be operating at night, which I find very interesting. So they don't do a lot of stuff, uh, at least the ONA guys. And they have this kind of like teachable learning kind of parable. So it's like a fiction, but you can tell it's real. And a lot of these things are tied to like going out and killing people, traveling to another city, uh, committing crimes and then leaving. So nobody catches you and you're not under the CCTV videos. So there's a lot of very strange things. And that was kind of my introduction in reading all this is that there is definitely underground literature that that's being passed around, at least through the Internet or something like that, that uh, these groups are clearly disseminating. And it's not like obvious books like. You know, the Church of Satan's, you know, uh, the Satanic Bible or something like that. Like there's very sinister literature and there's a lot of it. They think the corpus of the ONA has like 10,000 pages, 10,000 pages of literature. Imagine the individuals and the people that are involved in writing that. Just 10,000 pages of different stuff. So people are definitely putting time and effort into creating this kind of corpus for this group. And um, are they performing any type of rituals that you know about? Well, not not publicly, but there's tons of like rituals in their books. They have something called the Black Book of Satan. And in that, they talk about internal and external rituals. So the internal rituals are things for an individual, but they have all kinds of external stuff. And there's a lot of Hitler admiration. Uh, so you can see that kind of Nazi influence. They actually think Nazi, I mean, Hitler was an avatar not an antichrist. So they, they time, they time the present, you know, era by the year of Fien, which is the birth of Hitler in 1889. So they really uh, are very strange in that regard. But as far as like public rituals, I don't think anything, I don't think they're the guy that I talked about earlier, his name was William von Nudegem in Canada, but you can see him conducting on his YouTube page. It's still there. If people want to see it, you can see him doing an ONA ritual chant with all of the implements of the ONA. So it's very different than something that you would see or think you like your what you would imagine being a satanic ritual, because you see the ONA kind of nine angle symbol. You see their tetrahedron. So they believe that these crystals have power that can maintain and keep power and energy. So you'll see that in Von Nutigem's video, which I conclude a screenshot in my book, but watching that whole thing, you can see him engaging in a chant that I put part of it into the book. You know what? Um, I had another guest on the show and he was telling me that, you know, he studies like CERN and all that stuff and and how they they have these rituals that they perform on video. And he had actually said, it's not good for anyone to actually watch that from beginning to end. So, because yeah, well, you I wouldn't for, recommend it. Yesterday. Yeah, he said, don't don't ever do that. Um, have you ever connected any of their violence to the numerical dates of importance to occultic groups? I, I they're no, I don't think that they look at those dates like the average person was. It's kind of hard to. It's a great question, but it's hard to kind of see the you know the Sam Hain or the standard um, dark time you know times of the occult groups but some people are trying to do it they definitely have a different cosmology 
that is keyed into these, and I don't fully understand it, but if they key into certain stars that operate as nexus points for these dark gods. So they would be at, it'd be at a different time when those, you know, these these stars or whatever were in the right spot where they would conduct a ritual for that at that time of date. So it wouldn't be within the the satan the standard satanic calendar. It's very different. They are very unique in that regard. And they're very unique in a lot of different regards, but they, they and I think that the founders differentiate themselves from Crowleyan, Levan, and Aquino's kind of Satanism. So they have, they're really kind of unique. Wow. Wow. Um, what about the shooting at the uh, nightclub in Orlando? I think you mentioned something well, like that in your book. I think so. that somebody told me that, that that guy was affiliated with the ONA, but I haven't been able to confirm that. So what about any I other d- mass shootings? Are they? I, have haven't, I, haven't, I mean, I talked about those guys who were kind of like Nazi serial killers, but I haven't seen... There's been a lot of attempted mass shootings that have been that have been stopped, um, but uh, like when they arrested the founders of Adamov and the cops thought that they had stopped a mass shooting because they had so much so many weapons, uh, they were stopped at uh, Key the uh, Florida Keys, but um, it's hard to say. I, I don't know. It's hard to go. I'm definitely have my. I'm definitely aware of it and trying to figure out uh, what what past crimes can be associated with the ONA, but I don't have much prior to these most recent cases that have happened in the last couple of years. Interesting there. So um, what about what about acts of violence towards, towards children? Are they thought to sacrifice children? Are they not to my knowledge? That, that there do? doesn't seem to be that, uh, that thing. They do have like their ideal sacrifices in middle age, like a 21 year old male for some reason. So that seems to be a common theme. But they okay. Uh, so so they're they're seeking and sacrificing twenty one year old males. I think that that was one of their central targets. They would call it an opfer, so it's a German word for a sacrifice. But that seems to be kind of like in one of their rituals. It's a twenty one year old male. So um, yeah, I, I, it's it's a kind of a it's different than what you would think like a child sacrifice. But yeah, I mean. Yeah, it gets really deep. I, I don't know how many, how, what other crimes these guys have done, but I include, you know, people, there's reports in papers like, hey, there's a satanic cult here that, you know, is tied to the ONA, but I never found any crimes associated with them. At um, least going back. Yeah. Uh, William, do you know anything about how they're financing their operations? Well, that's a good question. I think that they, they're really, the power is in their ideology. So they just are self-contained units. And so these groups are getting just regular jobs, regular people. They have this idea of shape-shifting and trenching. So you don't look like you're a Satanist. You don't wear any out, outer you know, necklaces or, or material so people aren't supposed to know. So I think that there's, they're just like normal people, accountants and things like that. But they have a uh, very strange religious outlook. But they're – yeah, they, they want to create kind of a fascist, global fascist state in 300 years. That's really, they have very long-term goals. But uh, yeah, I don't know how, I don't know if they really are a group that covets financing for, for what they're trying to do because they're really just trying to get more adherence and then 
you know, do whatever criminal acts. I think that what they're up to, you know, I think they're they're above the law. So I don't know what the full totality of what kind of criminal acts they're doing, but some of their teaching literature, like I said, like they're drug dealers and there's murders and all this weird stuff. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, this, it's crazy. Yeah, this this is wild. Um, so what about like other extremist groups? Are they thought to be working in conjunction with any of any that you know of or well that's a good question because like some of these white supremacists have this kind of or occultists have this sympathy for far, you know, very in, uh, aggressive mu- uh, Muslim groups. So they have a kind of affinity, which is very odd. But that was just something that I learned is that they have goals that are similar to like far, I think it's Salafist Muslims. So how much of these are in radical groups? Now, the ONA themselves say if you're a member of the ONA first, you're supposed to infiltrate these far right groups. So that's their view. So um, it's different than I think a lot of journalists who are looking at the far right are overlooking what's the dynamics of what's happening because they just look at them all as far right, not as occultists who are in an inside role in the far right, if that makes sense. So they're, they're, I mean, clearly in my book, I have a couple of people who are clearly occultists before they join the far right. So are they using an inside role? Are they infiltrating the far right to further ONA doctrines of just general chaos and uh, destabilization and acceleration? But I think the answer is that I think that's part of some of these people's uh, outlook and intent is to just infiltrate some of these far right groups to really make them more satanic. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what about what about their interest in um, working with other Satanist groups like followers of Anton LaVey or some, something like that? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know how what the overlapping is, but I have a full section or full chapter in the book about writers writings from the original ONA, at least somebody who's suspected to be writing the ONA literature and the church of, or the temple of set, which was Aquino's group. And I actually have a signed like letter from Aquino to this guy, David Myatt. And they're talking about their views of Satanism. And what Myatt is saying to the temple of set is that they're too soft. And what distinguishes the ONA from the temple of set is their attitude towards calling. That they have, you know, you have to kill people. And uh, so I think that they distinguish, they, they see themselves, according to their literature, as a more aggressive group than these other satanic groups. This is truly fascinating. William, I want you to take a moment to tell my listeners what else they're going to learn uh, by buying your book and then how they can listen to your podcast. Yeah, and my podcast is William Ramsey Investigates. So I have a whole bunch of different uh, subjects on there true crime, uh, kind of conspiratorial stuff, parapolitics. And then my book is available on Amazon right now, or you can buy it from my website, William Ramsey Investigates, if you want to sign copy. But you're going to find out just how strange the far right is in the in the United States, because this guy we mentioned earlier, James Mason, who's he a fan of and who's he in communication with? Charles Manson. And they have this same kind of outlook. They have this kind of weird para- um, naturalist view. And these guys from Adam Waffen are visiting this cave that Manson used to take the family. So you just see this very, yeah. And in siege, they have like pictures of Robert de Grimston from the process church of the final judgment. So you see this far right is clearly intertwined the modern far right in the United States for sure. And possibly all over the world. And, and to a certain extent, it's intertwined with occultism. 
which makes them even more dangerous. So they have an occult worldview. And uh, so I think you'll, you'll find out some new th- I found out a lot of stuff I did not know before. So I think that this – and I don't, I don't think that this is a huge social movement, but I think they attract dangerous people. I think the ONA admits that they create dangerous people, and uh, I think it's definitely something you – wants to be want to be on people's radar especially if your parents because a lot of these naive kids get caught up in this far right stuff and their lives are ruined and they've ruined the lives of others too and they're innocent people like they're slaughtering innocent people nobody wants that to happen yeah i commend you and the research is amazing the book is called global death cult and it is available on amazon and we'll have the links in the show notes william many blessings to you and i really appreciate your time yeah great to be with you again god bless To find out more about our guest and all others, please visit our website at MysteriousRadio.com. And I want to give special thanks to our co-creator and executive producer, Kim Kyle, who brought this show to you today. And working hard behind the scenes, our team of four, I want to thank them as well. Follow us on social media and share the show with others that may like the subjects that we cover. I am your host, K-Town, and you're listening to Mysterious Radio.